When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is up, Panther fans? We got our first win today. Oh, wait. The Panthers lost by 21, but sure as hell felt like a win for the Panther fans, or at least for Tony Dunn, it felt like a win for 15 minutes. Man, the Carolina Panthers at once, that for a moment, didn't just step on my heart and crush it. 15 minutes of glory and greatness. And then I tell you what, man. Then the Dolphins just came back with a vengeance. Tyree Kill, man, unstoppable. Panthers defense cannot stop the run. It remains. Look, you can put anybody in there. Cody Lack can run on, on this Panthers defense right now. For sure. But, but boy, I don't know why today felt like such a good day. When you get blown out <laughs> 42 to 21. I felt like it was a win, guys. My name's Tony Dunn. It's the C3 Panthers post-game show. The Carolina Panthers are 0-6. It's been a tough road. A tough road to hoe, should we say. Today uh, was not the worst of it for me. No. Not the worst at all. Not the worst at all. And then you know what, man? Uh, they say that there's five stages of grief. And I don't know what all of them are. But I know I'm at acceptance, dude. I'm not going to be pissed off. We knew that the Dolphins were going to win today. Everybody was predicting the Dolphins to win. We started out running the football better than we had before. Bryce looked okay today, but he also missed some big-time downfield throws that are kind of continuing to plague his rookie season. Look, man, it's another edition of the C3 Panthers podcast. Happy to be back with you all. Tony Dunn, you know I got the best Panther fans. In the building, we got our guy Drew, Alex Start, these ill skills. What up, these Carolina in the house, fast zone news, double JR, Josh Dyson, KG73s, Roosevelt Mongo, Mortensen, Stephen Bailey, and TJ. Tony Dunn, another tough loss. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. The number's 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. Tell us what you think about the Carolina Panthers' victorious first quarter. Bryce Young's continued improvement, but also the continued struggles when that offensive line doesn't hold up and the missing pieces around him. And when I talk about the missing pieces, it's Adam Thielen and Chuba Hubbard 
And that seems to be about it. And on that defense, boy, I got to tell you, Sam Franklin's my guy, dude. This guy out there popping people. I don't know. I mean, at least, hey, he was one guy was cheering for today. But this Carolina Panthers defense can't stop any running backs. They can. Any team can just run at will. If you're a running back trying to get paid, you want to play the Carolina Panthers. In fact, maybe you don't because then they can just put in the third stringer and show that you're not worth anything. CK, the Carolina Panthers started out really under the best potential circumstances you could have, 14 uh, two two touchdowns. Defense got the Miami Dolphins off the field twice. I don't know. I, I can't remember. I think it was two, three and outs. The Dolphins made a couple of mistakes on their own. The Panthers defense made a couple of plays. And the Panthers fans had hope for a moment. And really, the Panthers weren't entirely out of this game until, I don't know, midway through the third. I don't know. It was like there was some still some opportunities of life. And even when it felt like it was all over and dead, a pick six. Brought me some heart, brought brought a smile to my face late in the game. Yeah, against uh, Mike White. So you know, it's one of those ones where you're care. like, where you're kind of like, it it feels good, but at the same time, like, is it really any positives to be taken from that? Listen, here's the thing: this was only ever going to end one way. The fact that the first quarter went the way that it did should have been should have gotten you excited and happy and see seeing progress made from the way this offense looked. Now. Again, that that died down rather quickly, and we were back to being the Carolina Panthers of old outside of the you know lack of turnovers, which is a big uh, step forward. But here's the thing, guys. We were dealing with the, the going up and, and being up 14-0 was not a good thing for us. And the reason I say that is because you're basically opening this team up to just have to throw the ball against us all of a sudden. And when you're down, that's the last thing you want to do when you have nobody starting in your secondary except for Dante Jackson. And that was it. And Dante Jackson did exactly what Dante Jackson does, and that is he got beat by a guy who's also supposed to be a speedster, and he wasn't able to keep up with him. Um, This secondary has been abysmal, and uh, granted, the offense didn't do anything after the first quarter. Uh, This defense did absolutely nothing to make it feel like it was even an opportunity. They didn't have a single three and out uh, after that first quarter. Mm-hmm. Nope. He froze, frozen in time. Uh, you froze that they didn't have a single three and out. Say it it also, yeah, it also made you know there was a point when we were down fourteen to thirty five, and we were still taking no downfield passing attacks. Mm-hmm. The Carolina Panthers are allergic to passing the football downfield, and uh, you can point the finger at a bunch of different places, but the the, the play calling is not good. Adam Thielen looked okay. Bryce has been well across the middle, and I think that he's continued to grow on that. He has a great connection with Adam Thielen, but the fact of the matter is there were two big-time plays, one on third down where he had DJ Chark open, and DJ, I mean, and Bryce just missed, missed the pass, sailed over him, and then there was a fourth and one later in the game that I feel like Bryce missed uh, a ball to Hayden Hurst on fourth and one where he had at least enough separation to be able to fit that ball in there, man. So uh, a lot of up and down. And then Tony, you already alluded to it, man. Like we made the Miami dolphins running backs like Raheem Mosher, dude, they looked like 
like you know, like Jim Brown out there, dude. Well, they, they do, they were, they've they done that small. to a couple of teams this week, uh, this year already. Especially us, Greg. Uh, when you talk about the stat daddy, the bat daddy, Tyree Kill was he had six catches for 163 yards and a touchdown. He, I think, set the record for the most yards receiving yards through six games to begin the season that's going back to a 1963 record so i guess that was like the first guy to ever catch passes against the team that didn't know forward passes were coming or something mm-hmm. but tyree kills unstoppable i don't even care about uh dante jackson not keeping up i don't know if why? you guys it, that every, why why I know you've never done it, but anybody go out into your front yard today and go and try to backpedal for five yards right. as fast as you can. Oh, then, He's an uh, NFL player, man. Yeah, but Ty, right. he, but it's also Tyreek Hill, dude. Yeah, but he That's the fast Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's like, it happens oh, to everyone. You, he's, good for get, he's good for getting burned at least Okay, I'm, not def- I'm just saying this is what you thought he was going to not get burned anyway. So, oh, uh, what, the, the oh, P.J. Niners Walker. Missed, oh, the Niners just missed that field goal to win the game. All right, so, Greg, uh, look, uh, I mean, hey, Bryce Young, 23 for 38, 217 yards. A touchdown. No, uh, you know what? No turnovers today. Yeah, you know Bryce. Uh, you know, I, I was saying it when we were watching the game. I came in about halftime. He had a. He was looking really good in the first half, and I mean, he had a pretty decent game. He, it's like I said, he's not a terrible quarterback. He definitely needs a lot of help around him. I mean, he had some things that he missed here and there, but he's a rookie and quarterback, and I understand that. Uh, but he definitely needs some help around him, and uh, I just feel like we're not in the position that we're going to be able to give it to him. You know, as uh, that's that's not an unreasonable take, is because I, I tweeted this out during the game, is that it, with protection, Bryce can spin. Um, but the question is, are you ever going to have the level of protection that is necessary? I know Carolina will never have it, and if you don't, if you think we're going to have it, then gosh, you haven't been a Panther yeah. fan for very long because we. Yeah, we don't. Ha- we're we're not destined to have a good offensive line ever, dude. Don't worry. That's just not part of our uh, a part of our fate identity, out there. Yeah. Our, our identity is certainly not <laughs> not to have a good offensive line. Yeah, but uh, no, it's like uh, Bryce did some good things. But I, I tell you this is that the deep ball is just not there. And, it's non-existent, and it's not a matter of being able to physically get it down there. That's not the thing is, and I almost start to wonder, not almost, is you hate to say it because, look, people are going to be like, oh, you can't come in here and talk junk about Bryce in the best game. He played really well, and he was also just getting destroyed uh, a lot of times with no protection. Yeah. I mean, and, and, then it's, and, and then when you're in clear passing situations, like that's why we have to run the ball up the middle. That's why we have to do it is to keep these guys from just pinning their ears back and coming after them. Because once we're down three touchdowns or whatever, and we got to get in these long passing situations, the Dolphins just were doing all these stunts and all this, people running around circles around the line. And there's no, yo. Did did you want to hear from Bryce or you want to, he's at the podium if you want to. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, bring it up. And then I'll say this. And um, is that the size, though, I think is, does he have trouble uh, seeing downfield sometimes? trying to find things to, to continue to improve on um, things that we've had. We got to, we got to expand on it. 
um, we got to keep building on the on the positives, and then you know obviously a lot to clean up. So, um, you know, game just ended not too long ago, so it doesn't feel great, of course. Um, but again, I'm, I'm I, I love being part of this team, love this group, and um, we're gonna grow from it. Bryce, uh, a quick start, you jump up fourteen nothing. What what happened after that, and, and how good were you feeling at fourteen? Um, you know, it, it, it was early. Um, it was a good start, but obviously, um, you know, you're not going to win a game in, in the first quarter, in the first couple of drives. Um, so we have to do a lot better job of sustaining and building off of that. Um, you know, some good things there. And then obviously didn't have the success after that. And, you know, first and foremost, that falls on me. I have to do a better job of, of, of executing, making sure that we all execute as a unit. And then, you know, just again, us as a unit. Um, us the team, you know, we, we, we all look in the mirror. We all have to improve. So, you know, good start's good. You know, it, it's good to, you know, jump out to a to early lead. Um, but, you know, the scoreboard, you know, we see what the scoreboard finished with. So there's that's not a consolation prize. Um, we have to be able to sustain it. Um, I think it shows we're, we're capable of. And, um, you know, there, there's positive there. And we have to find a way to keep building on that, keep improving, and then, um, you know, cut off the, the bad that, that came. Um, I, I think it definitely does, but you know, we don't we don't get to that point just because it happened for a quarter. Um, you know, we have to earn the right to make it consistent. We have to earn the right to make sure that that's not a, you know, it's not a flash. It's not a, a good couple of series. You have to earn the right to make that be who we are, make that be our identity, and that comes with work. Um, I, I definitely have confidence in us that that's where, you know, we're going to get to. Um, but it, it's a process. It's a journey. Um, a lot of things that, you know, I want to improve on. We all take that ownership. We all look in the mirror. Um, so, again, there, there's stuff to build off of, but we're not simply going to be able to do it because it, it happened. Again, we have to be intentional about how we work and, you know, put the effort and the work in to continue to build off of it. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, you know, obviously with um, you know with a bye week, you get the chance to do a little extended self scout, um, be able to look in. Um, just like oh, said, bro, we've been self scouting you all season. We got you. Off of and things I hope to improve on, um, and you know, I think it's just a good opportunity. Um, you know, obviously you're, you're still looking forward to your, your next opponent, but um, you know, it, it's a good opportunity to look inward and grow and, and work on the details, and for us to focus on ourselves for um, you know for the week and for a couple of days of, of work. So. Um, you know, I think it's, you know, obviously it's really important for us to have urgency this bye week um, to make sure that we, we, we use it and we, we take advantage of it um, and, you know, that we attack it so that we can grow and be better for next game. All right, let's go ahead and we'll jump back into the show. If you guys want to pull something else yeah, into yeah. it here, um, yeah, we'll go back that, to it. You know, I, have a ton. I don't really just want to hear about him and two of that much. Um, Look, I think that for me is that this is we saw a couple of people talk about you mentioned it is the the struggle in connecting with the deep ball. Right. Is it's just not been there. And and there is some of the cases of, you know, this lack of separation. And But even when he throws it, it's just uh, so many times just so far. Not like it's like it doesn't really have a chance. You know, that's one case. Um I think this somebody said in the chat is when the pressure's in his face, he can't see. And I think that's where the size is really becoming problematic or is showing itself 
is that if you're it would be like if I think we were playing basketball with like basketball players and you were good at shooting a hoop and stuff and they were just happened to be it's just so crowded when you're down low and when the when the pocket gets real close and tight I think it's just harder for him to see downfield Mm -hmm. and I think he's kind of hoping it's there Right. I I mean, look, is with a great offense, with a good offensive protection, with time and opportunity, we see he can make the throws. He can play with anticipation. He can play with accuracy. There are some times where I think that and maybe Cody, when you do the film review this week, Mm -hmm. uh, when he does, he drift back into his drop a little bit like he just seems to keep drifting backwards because the fear of all these guys coming at him. But look, is I look, I don't want to get sit here and make this a dump on Bryce or make this a problem Bryce problem show at all because Bryce didn't have any turnovers today. He came out, he marched us down the field or we had two good drives to start. And at, at the end of the day is this is I don't think this was the offense had a complete and was just uh spineless like it had been in past games. The problem is is you ran into arguably the third best team in the NFL today is that is, is look is, and you might say, Hey, Buffalo beat Miami, but look, it's San Francisco to me, even though they just lost it's Philadelphia and Miami. Those are my top three teams. And this, you cannot argue that the Miami offense, they've done this to every single team except for Buffalo. Yeah. I, th- I think they were they were showing a record. They're like uh, fifth, I think, uh, for most points scored in the first five weeks in the league, like ever in history. Or yards, I think it was not points. Or they might, yeah, they yeah. might be the most with all yards. I mean, these guys are. are out there doing it every which way. That Mike Daniels or Mick Daniels guy is amazing. So look, is the Panthers? Uh, this was the thing. Is today shouldn't have been the day that we were claiming victory on this podcast. It should have been one of the other five games, but now the Panthers are 0 and six and we want to hear your thoughts about it. The numbers two, five, two, 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 eight, 50, 98. That's two, five, two, 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 eight, 50, 98. Don't forget the C3 Panthers post game show is brought to you by Caldera labs. Caldera labs is a men's skincare product. It's a twice a day regimen and under 15 minutes like the Panthers, you could be wonderful. You can look wonderful like the Panthers did. Man, you can feel great like the Panthers did. And you can look, you can, man, there would be a little rejuvenation in your step, in your face. If you use Caldera Lab products. Man, I've been using these products. I've been very happy with them. All you got to do is this. One pump, wash your face. Beautiful. You can feel it already cleansing everything out then you put this nice little lotion on boy no dry skin all of a sudden man after six weeks you're already looking younger wrinkles are fading away it's helped me even my see my wife in there skipping some of that lotion at nighttime or maybe some of that nighttime serum guys calderalab.com slash c3 gets you 20 percent off your first purchase help us out as we continue to grow and continue to court these sponsors and i'm telling you this i would not speak to it beyond the required read if i didn't like the product right so me talking about how it's helped myself and clean these blackheads out me 
throwing my wife under the bus saying she I saw her put that serum under there uh, over there. She's like, right. I said, that's for men. She said, man, it's just skin. It's just skin. I said, well, you know what? Stop using my product. Stop using my product. So calderalab.com slash C3. Let's continue to go. The number's 252-228-5098. Go ahead, Cody. Yeah, I mean, the fact that there were, at one point in time, 41 unanswered points, like the Carolina Panthers are the definition of ineptitude right now. And see, this is what we're really going to have to start to uh, really come to accept and come to terms with. Uh, The Panthers are, in my opinion, looking like they're going to be the third team in NFL history to not win a single game during the season. Like, the first I'm sorry. one to lose 17. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the first one to lose yeah, thank you. The first <laughs> one to lose the first one to lose 17. And by the way, doesn't even have their first round pick to show for it. I'm sorry, dude. I you know, David Tepper has to fire someone. And yeah. it needs to be Federer. And from now on, I'm not I'm not gonna let it go another show, every single show, whether it be uh the post game show, Tuesday show, Friday free for all, every single show, I will be saying fire fitterer. We have the worst roster depth in the NFL. We have the least turnaround on draft picks in the NFL. It's bullshit, man. It's absolutely bullshit. And Matt Rule being here for the time he was is no longer an excuse for Fitterer to continue to fill this team with terrible football players. It's absolutely embarrassing, man. And, I mean, I'm looking up and down that the rest of the schedule. You can't name me one game that's, like, truly winnable. Maybe if Justin, if Justin Fields got hurt today, maybe if he's not available for the Bears whenever we play them, maybe that could be winnable for the Carolina Panthers. But it's the worst team in the NFL. And if someone's head doesn't roll, it's bullshit. I want to address just two comments before we get the super chat and get their calls. Uh, KG73 says, and that's my boy Kevin, he said, nah, this team will win a few. And Heels fan, 1981, we are not going to go 0-17. Dude, chill out. My question, actually, honestly, to them, uh, to these, is call in at 252-228-5098 and tell, tell us why, other than just that the odds in the past of teams not going winless are the only, you know, it's like, is that, is the, is, is the reason you believe that the Panthers aren't going 0-17 just because most teams don't, you know, most teams pull out a win somehow because right now I do think Cody is is really right outside of the Bears. And you know what? The Bears defense came and played pretty, pretty damn tough against the Commanders. They played, you know, we're really banged up. Maybe Justin Fields being hurt at that point. So outside the Bears, is there anybody on the schedule that hasn't played better than the Carolina Panthers? consistently throughout the season. I would say Indy has put up a lot of put up a fight against a lot of teams more so than the Carolina Panthers. I think Indy is there. Houston just went out and beat the the, the Saints. They're playing pretty damn tough. Who who are the one or two teams that the Carolina Panthers are going to beat and, and or are you just going to say not you and I'm not trying to call them out specifically, but like 
at the end of the season when somebody's resting that you get kind of that's that what sweet. I was going to say is like we might pull out a win. I mean, right now, the only the justification you can have for us pulling out a win would be that. Like, and I'm not saying that I don't want it to happen, right? And I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying there is nothing that points to us being able to compete with any of these teams, given what we've seen so far. Who's the last team we play this year? Oh, it's probably a division team. Uh, It is. It's the Bucs. I was going to say, we play the Packers third of the last game. Yeah. I mean, the team like that yeah, would be willing gonna, to throw a game to not give the dude, Bears. It, I, I, I don't give a damn who wants to try and call me a bad fan. You cannot convince me that there is a winnable game for the Carolina Panthers in the rest well, of the You don't have to be a bad fan. I, I think it's Cold this is you could say that. Oh, I know I'm not a bad Panthers. fan, no, but it won't stop people from calling me one, even though oh, I'm right. You've been getting, so, he's been taking yeah. so much up fire lately. Yeah, everybody's on their is that, because I'm realistic about this fucking dog shit football team. But they, we have, we I weren't favored you, in any games to start the season as it was. Right? It's like I mean, when they did the preseason odds. Yeah, I don't think the Panthers were favored in a single game, except for maybe, I think maybe in week one or something like that. Yeah. Or I don't even know if that was the case. So it's like, if we weren't favored before the season, I can't see a possible world where yeah. Vegas is going to favor us going forward. So that right. just means it's statistically true. Or it's like you're thinking with your head, not your heart. Uh, I want to hit these super chats out first is Nervosh has hit us twice, I believe. Well, and we got a brand new member, man. All right. Well, let's do this one first. CK, we got something. We got some work for you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, we have a brand new member of the C3 Super Fan Club. We have Porcelain Jesus, who said, you know what? This team is absolute garbage. I'm the king of the trash, and I'm going to be here to take you to the promised land. Porcelain Jesus, welcome to the C3 Superfan Club. Appreciate you, Porcelain. Next up, our big homie, Nirvash, says, Tony, put some respect on Tuba's name. That's Uh, right. Put some respect on Tuba Hubbard. That was for $10. Nirvash, (laughs) back with the five, says, should have traded Brian Burns last year. That would have softened the blow of this bullshit season. Two first round, two first sounds real nice right about or anything oh, right now. It does. Um, talk and about the fact this, that we this. didn't pay him, that we're still not paying him, makes it even well, worse. Why would you, man? Is right now, is this, is let's see, did he even have a sack today? No, I mean, I know we didn't have he any has sacks. Some, he has no some sacks. pressures, but no, no sacks. Yeah. So, I mean, look, is, the Panthers don't have one elite football player. They don't have one. They, I agree. they, 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 have, I some agree. Good, they have some good ones, but we don't have yeah, one elite football player. That's not news to me. Uh, that's yeah. not news to me. And look, as as it goes for Chuba Hubbard, is uh, look, is to me, this was, argu- was his best game of his career today. Uh, today, Chuba. I was impressed with the well, first the offense worked way better with him than it has all season with any with Miles Sanders or any other running back. Um, I'm glad to see Chuba succeed. I think Chuba finally did something today that makes me say, OK, I'm willing to listen. And that is for the first time ever. He's run 
can like more than one play, like he's run four or five plays in a row where he doesn't look like he's falling down or about to fumble. Every time I felt like even when he he was just like, I'm going to get this seven yard run and he would just be like out of control. His legs, his feet were under him today. He was pushing the pile. He had a great day today. Um, and you know what is that they made something out of nothing at, at early on. But once you, once you had to abandon the running attack, look, it's the Panthers couldn't fight from behind. This was the fact that the Panthers scored. I think the to me, I thought this was a win for us. And the fact is, is I'm the most positive here. That says victory. something. A That's why. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. It was man for 15. You know what is I didn't just want to stop watching. Right. Yeah. I uh, for the first time this season, I just wasn't like, oh, this is going to be. I mean, I guess I knew we were going to lose. I mean, I just yeah. didn't knew that. But to me, I thought I saw look is I thought there was some fight from the team. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. I'm uh, recovering from a terrible. I've been down and out for three days. Um, I, you know, I, I look is I don't think the team quit today. Uh, and I, and I think that there's been a lot of reason for them to quit. I think there's been a lot of reason for us to quit on him. Look, I think Frank Wright did a lot of good things today. I thought he his play calling was a lot better than it's been all season. I mean, look, is that this was the team that I wanted to see all season right. without the injuries. Imagine we have played like this today and we had played that with the players before they got injured. You know, we're playing with some scrubs out there doing this. So to me, it wasn't all bad. I thought Bryce showed some really nice signs out there, but again, some concerns continue to be there um, that are going to have to be alleviated only through winning. And I right now don't know how you can continue to go forward without change. Like you're saying, Cody, and I don't know when that, I think it's going to have to be Scott Fitter. I think that's just the way it's going to be. And then we'll see at the end of the season, if it's Frank Reich, yeah, uh, boy, I mean, and he's hobbling. You see, he look at a limp out there. I think his hips bothering him. Yeah, I I did see that. I mean, listen, I'm I'm more hard on Fitterer than I am Frank Reich because at the end of the day, you have the roster that you have to play with. Like, it's not like they have a yeah. lot of better options at offensive line. They don't have a lot of better options at wide receiver. They don't properly have enough players to be able to run a three four defense. So it's like all of these things are compounding on top of each other. You just spent a boatload on the coaching staff. Look, if you want to say give the play calling duties to Thomas Brown, fine. I believe that myself and everyone else in this fan base would love to see that happen right now. But the Carolina Panthers don't know how to draft. Oh, no, that's the damn truth. That's the damn truth. And I do uh, – here, let's go ahead uh, – I. Bring this back. Let's circle back to this because um, I want to go ahead and get into the calls. The number is 252-228-5098. A lot of people are going to go out there after today, and I already see some of them, and they're saying, see, this is the way you got to build team around uh, Bryce Young. It's like uh, what the Dolphins oh, the did. Dolphins. Yeah. Now, look, it's like, of course, that's how I would love to build a team. I would love to build a team where I have – six of the fastest players in the league all on the same team. I would love to have uh, a head coach that could take bong hits and then somehow inspire people on the sidelines. Yeah. I just don't know though. 
it, it just seems to me like is like, well, yeah, if everything's perfect, then it's going to be great. So look, as I want to come back and see how what what can we learn from the Dolphins? And look, the Dolphins have not been able to be the most consistent models. They're just they're early season warriors, too. We'll see if they can keep this up into late in the season. I don't know if you guys remember last year, but now they're doing. Look, I think they're the real deal. Let's get to the calls, uh, Cody. Let's have some fans take over because I'm I'm running out of gas already. <laughs> and by the way, thank you to Josh Dyson with the 499. It says, can't fire Fitterer and not Frank. Tepper needs to do this the right way for once. That's a great point. We're, all, we're always mixing it. I mean, yeah. I, as somebody who just advocated that said Frank doesn't have a lot uh, to work with. Uh, I'm not going to fight on that ne- one. Yeah, we have never done it right where we get the guys in the right order and in the right way that we're supposed to. But the number is 252-228-5098. Leave a message and let us know what you feel about this dumpster fire football team. So what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty you shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good. Like What's up, guys? This is Brendan from Maryland. Uh, just watching this game. 35 to 14 now, 35 unanswered points. Uh, it's, it's pretty pathetic. Um, at least Bryce hasn't thrown an interception. I think Bryce is definitely showing improvements every week. We just got to get him a legitimate speed receiver that can actually run a route as opposed to DJ Chark and Mingo just running in circles, basically. Uh, tight ends, as usual, non-existent. Defense cannot stop anything to save their life. And why is it that when we get down to the 30-yard line on third and one, we run the ball all the way down the field, third and one, fourth and one, we throw and throw. It's just terrible play calling, as usual, uh, from Frank Reich. Uh, we definitely showed improvement, but he needs to go. Um, and I think Bryce is good. I think Bryce is, is a solid quarterback. Like I said, we get him another deep threat, and he could really shine. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah, great call. And I think you bring up a good part of the game where that was the fourth and one to Hayden Hurst. Um, I, you know, I kind of like some in some cases, I like the ideas. Everybody thinks you're trying to get one yard. So, you, you know, you need a touchdown anyway. I almost would have done that vice versa, though. On third down, I would have thrown that. And then in reverse on fourth down run, you know, th- thrown the kind of three or four. You know, there was three receivers out there. Um, yeah, you could have tried running it twice. I mean, look, is I know hindsight's 2020 when it comes to play calling, but I do think that's a fair criticism is that those two plays back to back, it's not one of those play calls that's problematic. It's how do they complement each other? And then look, is that the Carolina Panthers? I mean, do you, you, you choose to kick a field goal at the end of the second quarter, uh, on a fourth and one? I think it was. It was a long one, maybe, maybe fourth and two. Uh, Pinera misses the kick. You know, I think I was talking to my buddy uh, on Facebook about this, and he's in the chat, KG73s, and he, I was saying, 
maybe we should have gone for it there. And he said, it's probably, it's, it's the right football move to, you know, look is to take the points, pull this in, uh, within, I guess, you know, I guess you would have made it what 21. Seven, no, what was it at right at the end of the second quarter? Oh, it was 12, 14 and a half time. Yeah. So, so it would have been, I guess, 21, 17. 17. Yeah. Um, but I just felt like this is man, you want, there's no way you're going to win this game with no field goals. Like I, I, you know, at the end is Frank Reich's going for it. We're kicking onside kicks. We're going forward fourth and eight and on our own eight with four minutes left. I mean, you got to do everything at this point to try to win a game. I wasn't terribly upset with the play calling, but I do. As we look at this as those wide receivers, I tell you one thing is Terrace Marshall jr. Man, he ain't it. He ain't it. This Hell guy. no, he's not. He is not at all, man. Oh. And I have no problem admitting I was wrong, man. There are some players that I choose to be optimistic on. I thought that he would end up being a good player. But he is unreliable. Every time, you, every time you throw the ball at him, he's dropping it, or he's running the wrong route, or he's doing some absolute dumb shit, man. And I don't feel sorry for him, bro. It's like you've had opportunities to make plays and you haven't done it every single time. Oh, this is a great comment in the chat. And I saw a lot of talk about this. All stop blue. Uh, he says, uh, Bryce audible to that fourth down play. There was a couple of times is Bryce trying, you know, I. But remember, Tony, that it came out last week that they were simplifying the playbook so that Bryce wouldn't have to do that anymore and that you wouldn't have to make all these changes at the line of scrimmage, and yet they're still doing well, it. Well, it helped, but I think he – I almost so think he says maybe he feels like it's necessary to do it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, look, I hope he's going to look. I want him to learn from all of this. Today, this was a victory for me, man. Today, I actually thought the team got better. And I know you're going to say this is like the defense was porous as shit. This is look, I expected him to. We're playing like our seventh string cornerbacks and this and that. Like, look, I don't, we're playing the best offense in the fucking history of football almost, you know, since like the, the greatest show on turf. And that's not hyperbole. They're on pace to match or surpass the 2000 Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, this is not just uh, to me. This was a, a step forward as a football team to me. I thought that we saw development from Bryce Young. Look, we saw him stand in there and make some big-time throws. We saw him kind of persevere. Some, look, look where there are some where there's some missed opportunities, where there's some poor things, sure. Are there still continued question marks about his deep ball, like the ability? I don't know what it is about the deep ball. Why is it? Is it chemistry? Is it confidence? Is it repetition? Is it the height? Tony, you, you gave your opinion earlier. You said the height when the pressure I think it lends to it. I, I think it too. lends to it. But look, everybody get your torches and pitchforks. I also think it's a little bit of an arm talent thing. I don't, if you notice, whenever he misses, the ball tends to sail on him. It sails high above his head. That's because he's not really driving the football. I've said this before we drafted him and even during the film room as he's been at Carolina Panther. I don't love how he never has his back foot firmly planted in the ground when he's throwing the football. He's not getting enough drive and enough power 
on some of those passes. And I feel like it's calling that it's causing the ball to sail on him. And yeah, I, I mean, look, he's really great at throwing the eight yard out. Oh, Every, dude, that's his best. That's his best best trick. Yeah. So uh, look, and uh, and look, it's not the dump on Bryce. I'm not trying to dump. look. I think today was a positive step forward for him as a rookie and as a quarterback. I saw. I thought it was positive for Chuba Hubbard. I think the running game was positive. I think there were some good things from the offensive line that were positive. I thought Franklin. Uh, played well. I thought Luvu almost killed a guy. That was pretty fun to watch. Moster. <laughs> uh, yeah, even though he didn't even like, you know what? Somehow he hit him so hard. The guy that was beside him got hurt, and I don't know why. He was just like, "Ooh, that hurt so bad. Oh, my hip hurts or something." Moster didn't even. It didn't bother him. But boy, what a missile! But Luvu did also go out with another hip injury, and that's the thing he was yeah. missed a couple of games with before. So I mean, there is concern there. Again, here's the thing. Like, this game was only going to go one way. Like, I know we were optimistic when we saw that 14-0, 14-point uh, uh, lead at the end of the first quarter. But, like, th- it's just the reality of what we're dealing with right now. We have a team that isn't uh, – it's just not loaded with the talent that we were hoping it was, right? When your number one wide receiver is a guy that everybody was writing off and, like, when they do film review, they, like, joke about how slow he is, that should tell you something. It's not that Bryce is force feeding. Like the people are saying he's force feeding Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen legitimately is the only person getting open in a lot of these routes. I think now, Adam Thielen's playing it just, you know, he's doing what I expected him to do right. is to be Ricky pro. You know what? But he's better than what Ricky pro was. He was for the Carolina Panthers. Right. Imagine if you actually had a, a team, like a good receiver, but he would be great on a team that had another receiver beside him. He would oh, yeah. be an awesome number two. You know? I, I, I don't disagree. And, and, and here's the thing is that like a lot of people are going to point to this is not a Bryce Young. Like the thing that I'm you've got to look at and you've got to be excited about is Bryce Young has gotten better throughout the season. He hasn't yeah. regressed like he's that's what you're wanting from a, a quarterback is to make sure they're getting better and better. Bryce Young has done that. He hasn't come out here and and continue to look exactly the same. And people might argue that not having any touchdowns, that's not all on Bryce Young. You've got to, again, this isn't a make excuses for Bryce Young. This is, this offense as a whole, this entire team is questionable. There this is was a, his best game as yeah. a pro today. Yeah, it was his best game as a pro. Guess but it also, was, it also wasn't like some standout <clears throat> game either, where it was like, oh, whoa, this is, this is a great game. See, from Bryce, it, 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 it wasn't. Uh, he, well, he, I mean, is that he, what you do? You need that, this? Cody? This is well, fair. This to me, this is fair. And then I'll let Bad Daddy say his thing. To me, he has gotten incrementally better week after week. And yes, it's progress. That's what you want to hope for, like what CK is saying. But there, there are literally plays every game where Bryce is leaving points on the field. And I feel like there were two of those times today in big time moments. No, I'm not calling Bryce a bus, but I'm being real. It, there, it, he has not yet had that game that was like, wow. If you were a Bryce Young doubter, he has not yet had a game that would make you go, okay, maybe I need to pump the brakes a little bit on Bryce. I think that's being fair. Yeah. I, I just, I, 
it's weird when I hear people say that this was his best game. It's it's hard for me to compare that because, like, I mean, I mean, last week he had three touchdowns and you know, and more yards. I mean, he did have but two, he had interceptions. two interceptions That's and what a I'm fumble. Saying. That was like yeah. that was today. He didn't make any horrible mistakes, and okay. he mar- and he. But didn't to, you know? No turnovers. No turnovers. No turnovers. In, in garbage More yards. Made some tough. Nah. Th- made some real cool throws. Like yeah, I he, thought he made some tough throws. He fit he a couple of balls. I yeah. think the thing that's bothered me about Bryce one or not bothered me. That's right. Is troubled me. I would say is one is that as that pocket gets as he gets crowded. Yeah. It's he like stops. me. It's like me trying to play hoops with people who are just so much taller. You know, when you're like a parent and you're playing, well, you, when you're a parent and you're playing with kids and you just Mm -hmm. get to like, it's just hard for them to see, even if they're fast and nimble. But the other thing that has kind of irritated me uh, or, or disappointed me can concern me is those moments where he does break out of the pocket and you're like, yes, uh, he got out of there. Let's see what's going to happen. And he's and looking downfield. And like all of a sudden, these people are closing on him so quickly. Mm-hmm. And where he thinks he's got time. And all of a sudden, you're just like, oh man, these guys are all over my ass. And he's sacked or whatever. Um, I don't know. Is that cool. look, is this season, look, we pit, we drafted Bryce Young, not we. I mean, the team did. We He's our quarterback going forward. And we're going to want to see this at least this today from last week well here's what yes yes and here's the thing is to cody's point and i want to make this clear i'm not uh, i'm defending what we what we've seen from bryce up to this point bryce hasn't been a difference maker mm-hmm. right him being on the field hasn't made the difference that i think in, is what cody is yeah that's what, that's what i'm saying to his point he hasn't been the reason that we've won He's not the reason we've lost in many of the games, right. but he isn't the we- reason we've won, obviously, because we haven't won, right? Like, he hasn't been something where, like, oh, we lost uh, in spite of a really good performance by Bryce right. Young, right? Like, <laughs> if we had a really good defense and, like, a run game that was constantly, like, running people over, Bryce Young and this team would be winning some games, right? We don't, and Bryce Young hasn't been able to be the difference. And so that's a concern when you're trading up for a guy like Bryce Young if he's not going to win the games, if the team isn't living up to the, 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 their end of the bargain, like that, is it worth trading for the number one pick like we did? And so far, it doesn't look that way. Do y'all yeah. know how insufferable it's going to be after the Panthers play and lose to the Texans? Like that was the team that was the de facto number one pick all of last year. And they had the quarterback that we could have had. It's like it, it's just going to continue to pile on and pile on. And then when the Bears do what they do, and if they do beat us, they're going to uh, be looking to make sure that we have the number one pick in the draft for them. So, dude, this isn't it hasn't even gotten as bad as it's going to get. I wonder if Bryce Young can even reverse this narrative, this sentiment this season. I wonder if it's mm-hmm. even possible and not. And because of the team around him, too, you know, it's like even if he had that game where he's just like, you know, are the even the parts there to for him to have that type of game? What type of game would it take for him to go? 
Oh, gosh, this guy is wheeling and dealing. I think some of it is he's got to just get on a roll, man. I think this whole team has got to get on a roll a little bit, and they got to get out of the mud and out of the quicksand. But I don't know if they have the the ability to do it either. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Greg, and then we'll take another call. No, you can go ahead and call. All right. Here we go. How y'all doing? It's Rude Life Master. You know, I said I have myself with the Rude Life Masters on YouTube. Y'all What's up, Rude? To hit me up and talk to, talk to me about the Panther football. But that's not why I call it. Just a shameless plug. Um, yeah. How y'all feeling today? Panthers Nation. C3 Panthers. Panthers Podcast. Uh, we about to go. We about to go. Oh, <laughs> I just said that, Ruth. I just said that, bro. I can't wait for the Panthers to lose, just so I can come and watch this podcast and come on the C three Panthers free for all to see y'all argue to see y'all get mad. This is what y'all gonna say. Bryce Young needs to sit down. Fire Scott Fitter. David Tepper. He doesn't know football. Oh, we suck. Oh, this is ass. Oh, this is trash. You know what? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> we are trash. But you got to love it now. Because <laughs> if we weren't this trash, y'all wouldn't have anything to talk about on the podcast. So this is what, I, this is what I'm here for now. This is my highlight of the season. For us to lose and for y'all to talk about it. And for the fans to get mad. Especially... Panther Pickle. I know he's about to get mad. He's about to be picked off, bro. <laughs> and G-Baby, you told me Bryce Song was the future. That's what you told me, G-Baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Y'all have a good day. I wonder if we're going gonna... to... Uh, first, that's a good call. Yeah, Shout like out that. to Rude, man. Um, we're going to be here through all of that. I wonder, I think I might have had the COVID guys, you know what I'm saying? I'm not entirely sure, yeah, but for the Rona, maybe um, somebody I know had, anyway, I was uh third as just sw- chills and sweat. So maybe I like today so much because I am like finally on my feet after three days of not doing anything. Right. Um, I guess because I feel like I'm the most optimistic out of all. Like, to me, I don't know. Like, today was a good day for me, even for the Carolina Panthers. I know we're 0-6. I wonder if we're going to start, though, and I know this has already begun on Twitter. Cody is the kind of factioning um, or... Panther fans, right? Like it's like like we. I wonder if podcast the podcasts are going to move into this. Like everyone through this through this zero and seventeen struggle is like the one where it's like you guys told me Bryce was the guy. You know the other people like you guys are being too hard up. I I think it's already there. Mm -hmm. Um, let's just say this is that the concern. The question marks around Bryce Young have not – well, have they lessened? Let me ask you that. CK, we'll start with you. Have the question marks around Bryce Young from weeks one, two, three, four, five, and six, have they lessened? Um, I think 
I don't think the question marks have lessened. I, I think the the narratives that people have built already in place with regard to Bryce Young and his performances have been more cemented. Um, so I don't think more like the questions have been. I don't think the questions still there in many people's minds. In my mind, I think the questions are um, always until we see something different. The question is going to be: Is this going to be a better team? If we get a better team around. Bryce Young, is this going to be when we see a change? And I was talking about it in the uh, man cave. Sua had a lot of the same questions Bryce did coming in. And it wasn't until they built a, a monster team around him that you started to see him perform at a ridiculously high level. Now look at him. Now, am I saying that Tua and Bryce are the same player? No, but I'm saying that seeing the trajectory Tua had with his career early on should be uh, should bring some optimism to you as a as a Panthers fan about what Bryce Young has the ability to be able to do. The disheartening part of that. Yeah, it is fair. The disheartening part of that is, is you didn't trade up the number one. When you say difference maker, that really, that struck a chord with me Mm -hmm. earlier. It's because I've right now I've turned it to, I just want to see Bryce get better. Mm-hmm. Right. And I now I want to build around him. I mean, because I guess you have no choice at this point. But when you do put in that ticket for the number one pick, you have the you. I mean, I think you're saying you believe that player to be head and shoulders above the others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know that was a low zing there. But that, <laughs> now we're getting into where I think this is, you know, that. That honeymoon period, that grace period, when does that fully wear off even for the best supporters of Bryce to where they go from him being um, generational talent? When does the guy who said the truth, the generational talent become, oh, he can be a really good player in this league? I mean, I don't see any sign of that happening anytime soon because if you're a Bryce Young super defender, he can do no wrong. Anytime he throws an interception, it's on someone else. Anytime he misses a deep ball or he had pressure in his face, it's always someone else's problem when Bryce isn't performing up to the level of expectation of a number one overall pick. And that's fair to say. I mean, as a Panther, look, over here at C3, we don't tell anyone how to be a fan. If, 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 if I'm describing you and you're a firm believer that Bryce has gotten better and better, he's proven himself thus far, and we just need more talent around him, fine, you're allowed to believe that. But me and the Bat Daddy and a bunch of other people are also allowed to look at this player and say, "Mm, I don't know if that's necessarily the talent indicative of a number one overall pick and the player that you would give up DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey to go and get. That's why I said earlier, Bryce can still be good, but to this point, Bryce has not done anything to make any of his original detractors come around and say, oh, okay, I need to take a step back. Uh, He's showing me more arm talent. He's showing me more ability inside and outside of the pocket. It's not happening for him yet. I hope it does. But as of right now, it hasn't happened, and I don't think that we're going to see that happen at any time this year. Oh, yeah, I agree. All right, let's go then. I just put up. Real quick, I just put up a poll in the chat, and I kind of want to get y'all's opinion on this right now. If if you could get any player you wanted to right now that was an elite player, what position right now would you get to help Bryce Young out the most? 
a tackler, a guard, wide receiver, tight end, running back. Just one, Greg. Yep, you can only get one. You're you're a kid. You go to the you get your parent <laughs> took you to the store, and you only get one toy. You're like, like we mom. One before we walk in the door. That's right. <laughs> just one before the door. All right. Well, you guys right. think about it. Let's go to the next call. Yo, what up, C3? Happy Sunday. TJ from G Vegas. Calling in 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Bryce just got sacked again. Uh, <clears throat> my my brother-in-law texted me before the game. I told him it was going to be 70 to 17. And then uh, we scored 14 unanswered. That was pretty nice. And he said, uh, you sure about that? And I told him, just the defense always lays down. Don't worry. Uh, I did not expect us to run the ball as well as we did in the first half. Who did? Um, that was a bright spot. Uh, I think the offensive line played better than it has all season today. And still couldn't get anything going once they figured us out. Um, still have not seen one good deep ball from Bryce all season. So no. you can say what you want. Uh, every ball he's deep ball he's thrown to the sideline has been just about at least 95% of them been out of bounds and uncatchable. So still trying to see that, prove it can actually be done. Uh, the one to Chark on the left side, uncatchable out That of one was weird looking. And then the one on fourth and one to the end zone to Hurst. Uh, first off, that was, I think that was stupid taking a shot to the end zone on fourth and one when you're still in the game. Um, but, yeah, five, seven yards downfield too deep. Just like pretty much every other one I've seen this season. So, um, yeah, I guess you could say he played better for two drives. Um, outside of that, I'm still not seeing what we need to see as far as big plays from him. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anyway, uh, it is what it is. Keep pounding, y'all. Have a great week. Peace. Keep pounding. Can we bring up that we had a pick six in this game and we haven't even mentioned it yet? Like that's how well, excited I, yeah. I pick six. Is Mike White. Us. I just yeah, I'm not I, even... I, I, a garbage time pick six against a backup quarterback. Oh, 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 how about this? We haven't even mentioned this: the painful absence of Jeremy Chen. Like, hey, here's something that everybody needs to realize: the Carolina Panthers have given up on him. 
They whoa, have whoa, given whoa, whoa. up on him. How do you and mean Tony, that? You can fight me if you want. The, his his snaps continue to go down. But uh, who was the guy that had the pick six? Uh, Troy Hill. Frank? Troy, Troy Hill. Troy Hill. Yeah. Uh, they it genuinely feels that they trust Troy Hill more than they do Jeremy Chen. And we already started to hear rumors that there's probably getting ready to be a fire sale and that the Philadelphia Eagles are interested in trading for Jeremy Chen. And if you're a fan right now, even if you love Jeremy, you should want that. You should want more draft capital for a player that they don't even want to use. And in his fourth year in the NFL, we don't even know what position he plays. What they do don't you trust, mean they we're don't, giving up They on don't him. trust him in coverage. They don't trust him at the line. They don't trust him anywhere. Week. What Played do you mean snaps. we're giving up on him? His snap count has gone down week after week after week. And then today, when he wasn't in the game at all, the first play I see him on is, hey, go guard Waddle. Yeah, dude, like interference. I was like, damn, what do you do to these people, man? Dude, what did so he do to them? So yeah, they need they, they need to trade him. And by, by the way, I, I'm I'm a I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. There is not a player on this team that I'm upset to see traded. Um I not think I watched uh, a little bit of the Florida State game yesterday. Uh, I guess uh, I want to make sure. I hope I did. Uh, was it Benson that was the guy that was running yesterday? Uh, Trey Benson. I think that's him. I want to make sure I don't get him with because there's so many players on the football team. Is I hope that this is the guy that we draft because his thighs. I want to see him juxtaposed beside Bryce Young. I would feel like if you put this guy beside Bryce Young, you know, and they had him lined up to the side, you would, and you look down the line, you wouldn't be able to see Bryce. His thighs, he had this little waist and this little top side, and these freaking tree trunk legs, dude. Oh my god! The AJ Dillon body. Yes, it was insane, dude. All right, let's uh, go. Just super, yeah. just super quick because it's short. Eric with the two dollars says, "Give us all them picks." I agree with you, Eric. Yeah, there's no reason to keep anybody on this team right now, and no. you know, I think, um, and I guess we saw that Brian Burns didn't play hardball enough with yeah. this team because be, to be honest and look, this is I, look as I'd love to have his brother come on the show. I'd love to have Brian Burns come on the show. And I hope that you, that anybody that is a person that's going to make a bazillion times more dollars than I make has a thick enough skin to hear this. But right now I don't even really care about having him on the team. Yeah. I mean, he's it's not, not, he's like, not a, he has zero sacks today. The same as the number on his chest. Even, even when sure he got pressures. close to the pressure the one time, it's like, I thought, man, bull rush that dude. Bull and by rush the way, Tony, yeah. let me do a little plug for the C3 film room that goes live every Thursday where we break down the all 22 film. Don't believe us. We show you on film all of the near misses that Brian Burns has, all the times that the tight end will block him out of a play, or all the times that a backup left tackle will push him out of the run game. It's just like he's a good player, but he's not a great player. And that's why I'm so jaded, Tony, because just a little while ago, I was one of the loudest people 
beating the drum. Yeah, you guys were trying to tell me I was dumb for just calling him a very good player, not a great but, player. Hey, but look, this is why I'm so jaded, man. I, I don't feel the need to be optimistic about any player on this team because every time I do, I just end up getting burnt for it. I don't feel like being optimistic about Mingo. I don't feel like being optimistic about Bryce. Every time I do, it just ends up, it, it goes in the tank, man. And and Brian Burns, for a player who wants 30-some-odd billion dollars, yeah, sorry, dog. I ain't seen that kind of play, bro. This is a great super chat. Uh, and you know what? I still don't. I wonder if this is true. Ah, man. Great. Greg, this is our poll. We got a new poll. Uh, is Bryce, who is, who's more controversial, Cam Newton or Bryce Young? Ooh, okay. um, I'll start that up, yeah. Josh Dyson, thank you. 499 Super Chat. He said, I never thought we'd see a more controversial player on the Panthers than Cam. Enter Bryce Young. I agree 100%. And the wild, oh, the only reason I'm not. The only reason I'm not going to say that Bryce Young is more controversial, I think the reason Cam to me holds that title is it was so clear Cam was really good. And there were people who were like, fuck no. He's not like in this case, I do think there's like legitimate sides to this coin. Yeah. I thought that with, with Cam people, sometimes it was just like a refusal like him, period. Uh, let's go to the next call. Panther Nation, how y'all doing? It's G. Cavassier. Hey, man. This shit is a fucking embarrassment. It is. It's a complete embarrassment. Our coaching staff fucking sucks. I was really hyped this year, too. I was really hyped with all these damn people. All these big names or whatever. Our coaching staff fucking sucks. You ought to be 0-6, y'all. And next week is a bye. Thank God, man. I really thought we was going to beat Miami. I was one of those fans that was saying to myself, this is a trap game. We can pull this shit out. We got beat by over 21. We got beat 20, over shit. Game's still going on. We down by 21. Bryce been sacked four fucking times. I just I just don't fucking get it, y'all. Something got to damn fucking change, man. And fire fucking Frank. Fire the GM. We just need help, y'all. Give me your thoughts on that, y'all. I mean, keep y'all heads up and everything because we diehard Panther fans. Keep pounding, y'all. Hey, there's some good news with this um, with this bye week coming up. We might be the first team in history to actually lose a game in the bye week. <laughs> yeah, they may just give us an honorary loss. And just go ahead and just stack a, yeah. a half a loss onto our, our uh, record here. Can, can I share some stats real quick about how how like terrible? This team really is in comparison to other thing, other things like just in this game alone, right? Like you would think they killed us based on the score. They had two more first downs than us. They had twenty three. We had twenty one. They only converted the ball two more times than we did. They had seven. We had five. We were zero for four on fourth down. That's what killed us. We had four sacks. They had none. That's what killed us. But we had less penalty or the same penalties for less yards. We had one interception that scored a touchdown for us. The time possession was the exact same, 30-44 to 29-16. I think the exact big same. plays, Greg. I think and did we really not have – I'm saying. And, Greg, did we really not have one sack today? We didn't have even no, one? We didn't no. have one sack. But that's what I'm saying. You see that they had, efficient, they had almost the same opportunities we did, almost down the line exactly the whole game. We actually scored a touchdown off a turnover, which they didn't. And you see how much better their offense performed. With the same well, amount of plays, super the same Tyree, amount of first downs, dude. 
You know, like it's not it's fair. To, that is Tyreek. He's got a cheat code, dude. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, is a cheat code. He is a cheat code. Uh, you saw well, him go and do that flip to... with uh, that with is camera. his social media camera guy, by the way. I'm pretty sure I saw a special on him a couple of weeks ago. Um, this kid said, uh, sent Tyreek a like a DM or, or on Instagram, and he said, Look, I want to make you a video for free. I'm a videographer and I just want to shoot you for like a school pro basically just said for my own stuff for free. And Tyreek said, well, come on and do it tomorrow. And he liked what he did. And now he's like his personal videographer dude that just goes around with him and follows him all the time and makes all these videos and puts all these like TikToks out for him and things like this. And so that when he ran up and grabbed that dude's phone and then did the backflip and gave that was his own guy. So I mean that was pretty neat. feeling. Yeah. So um, all right, let's uh let's go to the next call. Hey, what's going on, Panther C three fam? This is Alex A one four Panthers. Uh, <clears throat> what about tough game? Tough game, but you know what? I, I I'm gonna <clears throat> excuse me. Gonna be putting in some of the positives about this game. Um, I like how we were running the football. Um, kind of went away from that. Uh, I wish we kind of, I know we went down in the game, but it would have been nice to keep just running the football, running the football. Our offensive line is built just to run it, run it down people's throats. Doesn't look built, um, to sustain in the past game for, uh, you know, for Bryce Young, but it also the receivers got to get open as well. Um, defense early looks good. Tough game. I mean, Miami's, they have an incredible offense, number one offense in the NFL, so it's hard to sometimes get those stops. But all in all, I thought it was a really, really good game. You, you could see that the team hasn't given up, even though that they're 0-6. And, you know, I see a bright future. Uh, so, you know, keep pounding, fellas. Uh, Man, after Tony's heart right here. Why, well, because of today? Because, yeah, because I'm the only one that sees a bright future? No, no, I, I, I agree with him. I think that um, I think we saw somebody actually in the in the one of our in our watch along said um, if we were to start trading away pieces, how much worse could this team get? And I almost I said, like, well, we did that last year with Christian McCaffrey and we turned out to actually get better. Um, I think what I what we saw with this secondary, even though they got lit up, is you're seeing some guys who are fighting. Right. You know, Sam Franklin might turn into something, right? I'm not saying he's the guy or anything like that, but like the dude dude came out here and he played when when there was nothing left to play for. This dude was still out there making hits, making plays. Um and, and so some of these younger players got an opportunity to actually come out here and show what they were able to do. And I think that's a uh you know that's a positive because you know and if we start trading away players, I think some of these younger people are going to get a shot to try to develop uh some of these people that we drafted that haven't even seen the field yet. Like you're going to give them a, an opportunity to be out there and actually do something. Um, so I think there's a potential this team even continues to get better if we do end up becoming a seller at uh, the deadline. Um, Cody, when people start coming after you for uh, whatever you say this week about whatever person or whatever, mm -hmm. um, particularly about Bryce, you should and and they're like, well, you need to give you need to give him whatever whatever grace he needs. You need to take the old Smitty route. 
who is is unapologetic about calling Jerry Judy just another guy. I would play it, but it'd probably get us demonetized. But yeah, said, I didn't play it on the free for all. He said, I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were just a guy mm-hmm. who's an average wide receiver that used a first round pick on and isn't doing anything. I hope today that you can actually show up in a way you haven't showed up in the last couple of years since they drafted you. So if you've ever got a problem with agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that eventually will move on. And when teams call me asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically whether he can be a wide receiver. Man, he called him a tier three. Steve Smith, I was this goes to Kev. Man, I don't know if it was Cam's ego that prevented uh Steve Smith from retiring to Panther at that moment. It might have been Steve Smith's ego. Yeah. And by the um, way, love Steve, all time Panther great. I found it corny, man. Yeah. I don't know. I found it corny. I found it wildly corny. What one, did but one, what did Judy do? What did Judy do that he, walked out, he basically told him he doesn't fuck with Steve Smith? Uh, yeah, my, here's here's my deal, right? He's entitled to have his opinion. Uh, that's fine. He's an all-time Panther great. Nobody will ever take that away from him. But uh, Jerry Judy has also been on one of the worst offenses in the NFL since the time that he joined the NFL. He has Russell Wilson as a quarterback. He damn near has a brand-new head coach every year. More and importantly, he's putting up pretty well, good numbers, too. More, more importantly, we see how, how a change of scenery – uh, can be good for DJ Moore. Why couldn't it have been good for Jerry Judy? And then, more importantly, this is a young man who's trying to get his second contract, trying to better himself. Why are you going to go live on air and say, "Oh, I would tell everybody not to sign you because you're not worth it"? I'm sorry, man. It was cornball to me. Oh well, he was it, saying it was because cornball. you got upset that I said something about you. So, like, you should just be able to suck it up and move on but okay well uh uh, i guess my point of bringing that up was is that bryce is gonna have to be able to take that type of criticism because it comes it comes with the number one overall pick though that's what it comes with and i hope this if that bryce young doesn't work out for the panthers I hope this doesn't make us gun shy in the future if we ever get the opportunity at number one again. I hope this doesn't make us scared because we because fa- we made the wrong pick. Sometimes, you know, like I feel like other teams in the, have just said, you know what, we'll just pick that defensive guy. Nobody can tell us we were wrong if we just get Aiden Hutchinson instead of picking a quarterback. Right. You know, is that this, you got to risk it for the biscuit sometimes. And we risked it. We don't know if we got the biscuit yet. But here is, and and it looks like there are some things that maybe this wasn't as clear cut as a number one pick overall as we had hoped. But I don't want this to make it, just because you've, what is it? It's better to have loved than never loved at all. Better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. There we go. That's what I was going for. Let's go to the next call. What is up, C3? It's Anthony from Charlotte. Hope y'all boys are having a good Sunday. Um, I know we just lost, but this call mainly isn't about the Panthers. It's about my motherfucking dog, Cody. 
Yes, sir. That dude is an awesome human being. Appreciate you, brother. He's just a great person, man. I had the pleasure to meet him today. We had a great time, spent hours together watching the Panthers, you know, suck ass. But, hey, man, it was awesome, man. He's a great person. And I'm so happy I can call him one of my brothers. Appreciate you, bro. Great time, and we will for sure be seeing each other again in the future. Um, on to the Panthers now. I think it's pretty evident that Bryce Young is, is, is playing better every single game. Um, I know his stats aren't impressive, but, man, when you really watch the game, you know, obviously he's going to have some missed throws. I think he needs to work on his deep ball accuracy for sure. It seems like he keeps overthrowing people, which is weird because you would think that he'd be underthrowing a lot of people. Um, yeah, this team just isn't good. I mean, you know, the offense really put us in a position early and then the defense just gave up. You know, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, I haven't been hearing your guys' names at all, man. Like, I think we should have a fire sale. I really do. I mean, I think, I think we should trade some pieces for offensive weapons. Listen, Adam Thielen is a great player and he's proven he's still got the juice. He catches everything. And he, he gets open a good bit, but we need another guy besides him. He can't be the only guy that's doing all the work on the field. We need to get a real number one wide receiver that can take the top off the defense. Um, so there's that. The offensive line is, is fucking terrible. Like, you know, I know Cody can attest to this. We were sitting right there. Dude, there were so many plays where Bryce would get the snap and then like one second there would be guys already in the backfield. I mean, listen, we just, I know Miami's a good team, but we just have a lot to work through, man. Yeah, I think it is time to, time to tear this down. Like, I, I, I mean, it, it really is. We need draft picks and, and we need to rebuild and see what we truly have in this kid. Cause I think he's inching, inching, he's getting better each game and showing us why he was drafted number one. I mean, he's really given a pile of shit. It's no question that this, this roster is, by far the worst in the league. Um, we still can't stop the run. And, you know, Frank Reich, I thought his play calling was okay. There were some questionable, you know, play calls. But it also seemed like they play with no urgency in the second half, like they just wanted to give up. Miles Sanders, your Bank of America card does not need to be activated anymore. I hope you're, you never step foot in our stadium again. Everyone had been saying that True Bahar- Oh, did he get oh, did it cut him uh, off? Hold on, part two. Hey, this is a part two. I got cut off. It's Anthony from Charlotte. Um, but yeah, Miles Sanders, you don't need to be on the team anymore. Let's keep it real, guys. He doesn't need to be on the team. Chuba Hubbard with like 18 carries got like 85 yards. That's like 4.7 yards a carry. That's pretty damn good. Um. Yeah, listen, man, I, I don't know where we go from here. Um, I, I think changes need to be made. Um, if there's one guy that has to go, it's got to be Scott Fitter because the way he assembled this roster was absolutely terrible. And the fact that we fell for it, it, it it's just crazy to me, man. Listen, I'm just not seeing enough from our impact players. I'm not seeing Brian Burns getting sacked. I mean, he got a couple pressures in the red zone. But, man, he's just not being a force. And, and to mind you, we're going to see this on the All-22. He was playing against a backup left tackle. He wasn't even going up against Teron Armstead. He was injured. Um, Dante Jackson, yeah, you're a guy that 
you do not need to be on the team anymore. Him and Jeremy Chin just aren't good players, and now I can see why they want to trade him. Um, Ferris Marshall, you dropped that wide-open pass. Like, man, we need to give our quarterback some help, man. I mean, listen, I, I will still stand by the fact that Bryce is probably is one, if not the only real building block we have here. I mean, there's a couple good players, but this roster is just very, very bad. That's mixed out with a rookie quarterback who's playing a defense that blitzes a shit ton. I mean, man, like, I know we were harping on him in the beginning of the year, but to me, listen, he's shown improvement. He hasn't played like Cam Newton his rookie season. He hasn't played um, like Andrew Luck his rookie season. But those guys at least have decent talent around them. And I think the biggest culprit is, you know, this roster that's been built. It's just not it. Um, it seems like these players are getting, like, pissed off and tired. And, listen, I don't blame them, man. I mean, it, you know, listen, I think we need to make some trades. I really do. It, it, it's just time to tear it down. This isn't working. This roster is not good enough to even win a game, apparently. So, yeah, it, it's just time, man. It, it's time. And, um, yeah, I mean, you can't get pressure on Tua in your soft zone. He's going to pick you apart with the two fastest receivers in the league. Um, yeah, it, it's just time to tear it down. But I had a great time today. Anthony from Charlotte, keep motherfucking pounding, boys. Hey, my boy. Keep pounding, Anthony. Anthony from, Anthony from Charlotte, call in on Scott Fitter to clean things up. And I tell you, if you want to clean up important things, like your nether regions or your ball sack or your man parts or whatever you want to call them. I suggest using the wonderful products from manscape manscape is the number one men's grooming line. Um, and you can get the lawnmower 4.0. There's a new model coming out. I'll tell you more details as we get further into the month, but the beard hedger, the lawnmower point four, uh, 4.0, the the nose and ear trimmer that Cody lives and swears by. The uh, dude, ball, the I have to get that jungle out of my nose, man. I have to. I tell you, as I was sweating and <laughs> chills all week, all for like three days straight, ball deodorant helps you with the sweats, helps keep you dry in the places that are needed. Manscaped. Man, they've been a part of this show near and dear, not only to my heart, but near and dear to my balls. Manscaped.com, promo code PANTHERS, gets you 20% off your first order, plus free shipping. A lot of cool products. Look, I'm wearing the Manscaped t-shirt right now. Right now, Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Promo code PANTHERS, don't forget it. Um, Talking about trade, fire sale, tell you man looking at a lot of these players i'm like man who the hell would even want them half of them but i think i got a trade i think i I got one and it's it's not one and i don't know what for what we want out just anything i think we should send adam thielen and you're like wait a second what i know but you're already wild i think uh i think he would fit great on the eagles right now Mm-hmm. Right now they got Devontae Freeman. They got uh and uh Brown. Is it Antonio Brown? I always call him uh, uh no, not, uh, AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. AJ, AJ Brown. Brown. But they've got Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, 
and that's it. They've got Britton Covey, Devon Allen. Never tight ends. Um, um, they do have uh, Dallas Goder. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they, but they don't have any other. And I'm telling you, their team is stacked to make the Super Bowl, right? And to have a red zone threat like that among those guys, and particularly I'll, a little I'll give depth, you a better place. Okay. It's got to go to the Chiefs. They're the only ones that have a wide receiver core that is uh, like terrible. Yeah, that is completely underwhelming for a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. Well, I feel like this is you could send every one of our wide receivers to the Chiefs and they would probably be better. But yeah. I don't know if the Chiefs would give you anything for wide receivers either. They're just like, pfft. all right, we'll take them like they're nothing. I, yeah. I'll tell you where I think of what we should do. If we're going to try to trade, I was just looking at the uh, right now, if the season ended today, what the draft would be. It'd be Bears one, Broncos two, Bears three. So I say we trade with the Broncos and do what we can to get that number two pick. If it, I mean, if it ends up being like no, that, they don't, the, they don't have Brian it. Burns, they don't have they it. Don't have they, it. Trade they don't have away it for the stupid for their for quarterback. Yeah, they don't have unless they acquired time. one in a trade. Well, then that means Seattle would have the number they, two pick. Didn't they acquire? Sorry, was it for this past draft for like Bradley Chubb? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're right about we're, we're, we're right about that, right? The Broncos they don't they don't have a first round pick, uh, I believe, uh, this year and next, right? Because they gave up three of them. Uh, I mean, Tankathon says that uh, it says right now Carolina has a number one pick trade. Chicago, Chicago has a number two pick, and Denver has a number three pick. Chicago has number one, two, and Denver has three. Mm. Uh, that's on didn't Tankathon. Say tra- didn't say they traded. Yeah, it's on Tankathon. Oh, the chat room is saying right that. Chat room is saying that don't have one. I don't know. The Eagles, uh, would you take a, show an arch trade? A second yeah. round pick from the Eagles for Adam mm-hmm. Thielen. I would. But why we don't hit on anything past the first round? If we hit but, on the first but, round, but dude, do you know how mean that is to Bryce? Like he is literally the only guy that is making meaningful yards down the field. And then, nah, we're going to send him somewhere else. You're going to throw the ball to TMJ and like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's better than a six for I mean, as TMJ. A fan, as a fan, sure. But like as a realistic, like, you know, if you were trying to build this team, that just seems cruel to your quarterback. To the do Eagles that. have two second round picks this year. They have one from the Saints and their own. Well, I think that, I think I, that's a little rich for Adam Thielen personally. But well, if you're in, if you're a contending team, I think it's a small price to pay. If right, you're in, if yeah. you're if you feel like your your biggest piece, similar to like the let's say the uh, the the Chiefs, for instance. Like I feel like the Chiefs would like, he could play a very similar role to what. Uh, Kelsey does, and I think that he would fit in really well with that offense. Like, I, I really, I think that that could be a match. Yeah, because heaven. Mahomes would just f- have it perfect every time to him. Right, right, perfect, and and like they because he's such a good route runner. Like Mahomes is infamous for throwing guys open right at their uh, their routes and everything. So I think that uh, I think that would be if there was a place that I would be looking to trade. And somebody who would be probably willing to pay above market value for a, a receiver, it'd probably have to be the Chiefs, especially after the abysmal performance their wide receivers have been putting in. And, yeah. you know, Tony, I was asking this on the free. Well, go ahead, Greg. 
Well, I was just going to say, I think that's a better idea, CK, actually, than the Eagles. The more I think about the Eagles, I mean, let's be honest. The reason why Thielen is thriving so well in Carolina is because he has no other talent around him. Not saying mm-hmm. he's a bad player, but you put him on right. a team with Brown and uh, and and uh, for- Devontae, Brown and John, uh, uh, John Smith. Smith. Uh, Smith he's not. He's not. Yeah. He's not the number he's one wide receiver. Same volume. He's yeah. not the number one wide receiver any, anywhere in the NFL. On any team, he he's just yeah. not. And by the way, well, yeah, that's, he not, is. that's not even yeah with us. But, it, but it's not even it's not even a shot at him. He's playing great football. Hey, he helped your boy win fifty dollars on prize picks today. So shout out to you. Should him. Just uh, you should just use him every week as oh, the more. Dude, dude, the 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 thing to do on prize picks, whatever they have Adam Thielen listed as, just go you're more. Better, you better hit more. Because it's uh, it's, it's pretty like forty eight yards or fifty eight yards every time. Oh, dude, and they had like, him. At, they and they had him at like an absurd number. They had him at like some really high number, mm-hmm. and he still made it today. There was a point in the third quarter where we went to him three times in a row, back to back to back. What so, did we? Did we do that on the uh, two minute warning, like during the two minute uh, drill in the uh, first half? Uh, I believe so. There's probably I I I want to say it was in the that was the third quarter that I remember it happening. But dude, he is the only legitimate receiver option for the Panthers. I mean, it's certainly not TMJ. It's certainly not DJ Chark. Um, Jonathan yeah. Mingo is like whatever. He played all right. Oh, we here. Uh, let's see if we got a Mingo Bingo uh, Mega Mingo today. Let's go to the next call. Hey guys, hey you Link. I'm watching the podcast right now live. I think you should look at the game. I was doing the National Guard thing this weekend. Oh, he sounds happy. One, this is by far the worst roster we've ever had. Jeez. And we gave up draft picks while still having the worst roster. We have very little picks. We have very we have zero blue chip players except for maybe Frankie Louvu. Maybe and Brian Burns and Brian Burns, he's not playing very well. Looking at the next contract, so what happened to him? But Scott Fitter created this. Him and Matt Rule created this team. We got rid of one. Why didn't we get rid of the other one? I'm sorry. We should have gotten rid of both of them last year. And I do not think to be in this position. Bob Sanders has a big waste of money. If there was a chart on the worst offseason a team could have. In the history of NFL, this would be in the top five. Jeez. No joke. The top five worst offseasons at NFL team could have. Give a ton of draft picks for a potential quarterback who's deep ball. I don't think Tepper's do it, guys. I don't think beyond 25 yards, it's a crapshoot. I don't think and we've Bryce ever Jones seen it. He's hard. He's talented, but he doesn't have the arm strength, doesn't have the height. Again, I know I'm harping on that again, but I am someone who's lives in the state where he played college at. I saw him in line with my own two eyes. He's itty bitty. Well, take care, guys. Uh, hope to hear you guys more on the podcast. And uh, we'll have to keep surviving. I can't think he's out. We'll have to keep surviving. Appreciate you, brother. Great call. I mean, that's uh, there's some tough words to hear right there. One of the top five worst off seasons, and this is how blinded we can be as fans, or at least I am. You know, I was we were so pumped, pumped, dude. We were, we were all no, it's not just you. It's a fan base. We were all pumped. We were all uh, you know, we were uh, liking the. We were getting high on our own supply. 
put it that way. How about this? Is this shows you how crappy it was? We don't even get to check off anything today. No hundred yard r- best rushing game by one running back all season long. Still didn't get a hundred yards. Mm. Uh, no fumble recoveries. No mango touchdown. No road win. You will never see a horn interception again. It feels like forgot who that dude is. No special teams touchdown. Oh, but Johnny Hecker did headbutt a guy who flopped. He flippity flopped like oh, crazy. Dude, what that was a hilarious. flop! What a flop! <laughs> but hey, that they should call a pen. There's a penalty in hockey for flops. Is it really? Yeah. Well, you know what? There's there not one be. in the NFL, so technically that guy did the right thing because it got the penalty. But, yeah, it was a definite flop. Oh, by the way, a lot of people got mad earlier, Tony, when I said that we don't have one elite player Who on is our it? team. Johnny Hecker. Uh, well, dude, that, okay. dude if you notice, every time we punt, dude, he puts it at a great spot. The dude still has one of the bigger legs in the NFL, dude. So, shout out to the heck, man. Hey, quick question. I, I just put up a new poll in the chat. I want to ask y'all's opinion, too. Uh, if we fired Scott Fitter at the end of last season and I got a new GM, are we still trading for Bryce Young? Do you think a new I, GM would have? Don't. Hey, yes, say, that, wait, 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 say that question one more time. If Scott Fitter had been fired at the end of last season, like when we fired, or not even last season, like when we fired, we fired Fitter or two. Do you think that the new GM would have traded to get Bryce Young? Yes. I absolutely do because I don't think Scott Fitter traded for uh, Bryce Young. I think David Tepper did. Okay. That's or fair. maybe yeah. that it wouldn't have been Bryce Young, but no. I mean, if you uh, if you believe the, the rumors out there, yeah. I think this was always going to come down to Bryce Young for uh, for uh, David Tepper. Yeah, David Tepper was head over heels over Bryce Young, and there are many rumors that the coaching staff preferred Stroud. But the front office and David Tepper, they preferred Bryce. And uh, the billionaire is going to get what the billionaire wants. So So then how much blame can we really put on Fitter for a move like that? I don't even care, Greg. Like If we we know that with Bryce, then how do we know not that with the rest of the roster? Can't fire the the owner of Tepper. Yeah, but all right. So, okay, but as a draft, if you look at all the other picks, Including the the past three years or the past two years in a row, we traded up in the third round. We traded up for Matt Corral, yeah. no longer on the team. We traded up for DJ Johnson, dude. That guy fucking sucks through this point in his career. So it's you like you can't even know, say that he doesn't even doesn't play. play. But that, that's what I'm saying. You must I mean, suck. Yeah. I mean, well, I would say it's beyond that. I mean, it's like it's like uh, such a bad. It'd be one thing if you played and you were bad. Right. How about trading up for a person that you don't even, I mean, and they show them in practice. There's been a couple of like these reps that will float out of practice against nobody's. And yeah, it's just, just like, hey, dude, just and he getting, doesn't do anything. You're like, Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> just getting bullied, man. One of our offensive linemen, it was a backup old lineman just pushed him into the dirt, bro. It's just, uh, it's just, yeah. It's the people he said, DJ coach P said, DJ got the, destroyed by backup guards. I mean, I, you're right. Is he sucks, but he sucks. Is he sucks so bad. You don't even, he don't even play. Yeah. That's how bad he sucks. So, and you guys can't tell me, man, the f- look, I'm at the point in this is that I think, look, do I know if it would be the right move to do this? I'm not sure. Do I think it would be ill-advised? 
I can't say it would be to just clean entire house at the end of this season. You have nothing to be able to like argue against that move. Right. Like, right. I mean, nothing that makes you feel like we have pieces to build around. Right. I think like, if you fire Scott fitter. I think you should at least, you should also be open to firing the entire coaching staff. But too. if you're a coach, how about this? Let's say you're a Ben Johnson, right? Right now. That's kind of the big name. The, the, the Detroit lions. They're one of the better teams in football. Their offensive coordinator He's a name that everybody's talking about. He was also a name that was in play for us last year as well. Well, if you're Ben Johnson and you saw that they hired and fired Matt Rule, then you bring in Frank Reich and hire and fire him after one year when you just moved up to draft a quarterback. Like, what coach wants to come to play here if you're going to have this owner and David Tepper, uh, you know, butting his head into everything and making decisions? on behalf of his staff and his front office. It's like, we're not a prize destination for any player, for any coach. It's like, I don't even well, know then, who how about, to be a part of this. Well, then, if, you, if you're really concerned about the perception that would come with the Carolina Panthers by doing that, then I would, I would hire that new GM with a secret clause in their contract that says, we're going one year with this current coaching staff to just prevent that stink from getting on our team. But if it doesn't improve like significantly and you don't feel, and you feel like you're the future can be better by you picking the head coach, then you're going to have that freedom to do it in the following without, year without our input. Right. So without where, four years, that's my new head coaches possibly. Right. Yeah. I just think this is I and I've been consistent on this show saying this is that I think that it, it creates a good continuity and a good power structure when the GM hires the coach. Mm-hmm. And like someone's like the caller said earlier, is that by firing Scott Fitter and then bring in another GM and then you pair him with. Frank Reich, and then next year, what happens is you you win six games, and then Bryce Young gets hurt, and you're like, well, another year, and it's going to be better, and then another year, and it's in, and then before you know it, you're firing all of them again. Um, so I think this is look is I don't know if it would be the right thing to do to fire Frank Reich after a year. I don't think it would be wild to say. I don't, I think the one thing you could say to other coaches is you say, look, is that this was just, it just wasn't working at all. It was just so bad that we decided to tear the bandaid off and you know, it sucks. It's a risk we take, but if you believe in the progress you can make and we're going to believe in you, um, I don't know. CK, how do you find the middle ground on that? Dude, It's, that's what I'm saying is like one of the most complicated things when it comes to a GM yeah. because of that specific reason. And the fact that there's so many things that go into an off season as a GM um, with regard to scouting and, and like trying to create a plan as to what you want your team to look like. I mean, there's so much that can go into this stuff. And uh, I, I just, I don't know that there's ever a perfect time to do it. I, I don't know that there's ever been um, a scenario it's hard for me to be able to pinpoint a scenario where we've been able to say that this is the way to do it, you know? Well, we yeah. should have done it this way before we should have, when we hired, we should have fired Scott fit. We should have 
cleaned house entirely and said this is like i don't but you know what i think this tells us man is that uh that david tepper liked fitter because he uh, cupped his balls for him he was like yes man it was a patch yeah. man that's yeah, all it was then, yeah uh, um, i, I, I want to read this uh super chat real quick because i've kind of been saying the same thing uh steve smith had a lot to say about jerry judy but told the Panthers to draft Jonathan Mango. <laughs> Just saying. Dude. And what team is going to call Steve Smith up to say who? Well, that's what I'm if, saying. You know what? Dude. He should have said. He should have said when that one team that I always hang out with calls me and asks me if they should <laughs> trade for you. I must say no, and that's why they didn't trade for you. Next yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, it's Chuck from Lizard City. Just calling in, and uh, just kind of wanted to say. Uh, I, I see some improvement. I know we got beat. I know it could have been worse. Um, there's a few things we left on the field. Um, but you definitely see a team with speed versus a team at a few positions that are deprived. Um, first of all, I, I definitely think Bryce is getting better. Uh, he doesn't have a lot to work with. I'd like to see what he had if he had a Tyreek Hill or a, a Waddle on his team. Uh, thank God for Adam Thielen. I mean, Thielen played a hell of a game. He was kind of clamped down in the second half. Um, I saw a little bit of effort and tremble today. But, hey, guys, I saw more running today. And Miles Sanders, we made a big mistake with that guy because Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard ran hard and ran well. And uh, that guy should be our feature back. He might not be the best back, but he's the best back we got. And I think a good ground game and the offensive line seemed to gel and run well for him and did well and opening up for Bryce a little bit. You can see Bryce's pinpoint accuracy was on point. It's just he holds the ball too long, but he has to because no one can get open. Um, the defense showed up at spurts some time, but we got a lot of injuries. We hung in there for a while. And if we had played any other game in the past, this past five weeks like we played today, I think we could have had two or three minutes, at least a couple. Um, so I do see improvement. Uh, we're going to the bye. I, I think the next three games will be a litmus test between uh, Houston, Indianapolis, and Chicago. Will we win all three? Probably not. But if we don't win two out of three of those, I'll be disappointed because it's going to get hard again. Um, but I'm just looking for one right now, frustration wise is coaching staff. Not calling timeouts in the end of the first half when they had a chance. Going forward on a third and two, when you throw the ball, if they're running the ball, if you're going to go for it on fourth down, it's four down territory. You got, they just didn't utilize the clock and play possession. You know, Panera misses a field goal just a couple of times that we, we, we lost some points, whether it be the three and then the next possession where we didn't get anything when we're down there. Um, but really guys, I just, I saw some improvement of team fighting a little bit. And it's better than what I've seen in the past few weeks. So let's see what happens from here on out. That's all we can do and uh keep pounding. This this super chat this super chat hits hard here, Cody. Yeah, man. Cheshire Cat with a twenty dollar love bomb. He says, How can David Tepper let Matt rule, who doesn't have any experience, have the power to pick his players in the draft and pick his quarterback? When it comes to finally having an experienced head coach who can't pick his own quarterback, it's all on 
Tapper. Bah, 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 bah. Hit the applause, Tony. Dude. That, or dude, maybe that, that it's not. It it maybe right it there, can't man. be that simple, though. Uh, it is. Look, dude, look. Call me a conspiracy theorist. That's what I believe. Everybody knows. And Tony, you and I have had this conversation. Everybody knows Frank Reich likes the big, strong quarterback. But now, all of a sudden, he's okay with the shorter system kind of a quarterback. Okay, maybe. It just, to me, uh, if it looks like a duck. And then you throw the ball 58 times when you get. uh, Andy Dalton under center. Yeah. Come on, dude. It's like, you know, don't piss on my leg and tell me you're training. Uh, The stats with $5 says uh, Smitty is in the loop and didn't want Judy. So he said that stuff knowing it would go viral and knew it would hamstring fit for making the trade. Mm. I hear you, but it didn't hamstring fit when he traded for Baker Mayfield and, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and Steve Smith had been launching a tirade on Baker Mayfield for the past, you know, however many months in a row that was. So I don't know. Uh, I don't feel like the Panthers look too kindly on it whenever uh, Steve Smith continues to go out there and, bash on these players who might potentially be trade bait or, or you know someone who might potentially uh the panthers might be interested in trading for all right let's go to the next call hey y'all it's um lou from fort myers and um y'all know how i've been hyping up how i was ready to go see the panthers <laughs> um i, I failed y'all um, I didn't get to sign the Mr. Beast. Please buy the Panthers. I'm going to break it down. Quick story time. So my dad's been a Dolphins fan for 50 years. When I became a Panthers fan, because Cam Newton. I don't know. Some of y'all live up north, but my dad's from Florida. He lives in Orlando, so it's much cooler up there. He's a diabetic, so um, minute walk to the dang stadium. So we get to the stadium, and we're literally in line to like you know how you go through the metal detectors and everything. We're literally in line, and he passes out. So they had to bring an ambulance to the oh, no. stadium and. I didn't get to watch the boys. You know, it would have been my first Panthers game. Ooh. It would have been my dad's first Dolphins game ever. We grew up from like a – we didn't have that much money, so spending money on games wasn't affordable. But, you know, I make more money than I than my dad, so I wanted to, you know, take him out to go see the game one time, and he ends up passing up at the front gate. Mm. Oh. oh, I did watch some of the game on the stream east. Sorry to hear that, brother. But I will say, if y'all feeling bad, trust me, your day can't be any worse than mine. Oh. He's doing all right. Um, he was dehydrated. Um, his blood sugar was down. His blood pressure, I meant his blood pressure was down. And that's what caused him to pass out. You know, when you're 67 years old, you know, you got to keep your eye on those things. And the heat. Him being dehydrated and sweating and that 40-minute walk all the way down to the stadium, it gets to you. 
Um, currently I'm in the process of getting the refunds or something. I talked to one of the managers, one of the managers from the stadium came up, got my info and everything. So next I'm about to call them, but I will say, man, hope y'all had a better Sunday than me. I was ready the night before I pulled the Bryce Young rookie card out of a pack and I was there to get him to sign it, but Nice. We didn't even get the Damn, stuff put man. in the stadium. Yeah, nice. So, Panthers, uh, Panthers Mason, keep pounding, man. Have my dad in y'all prayers. Thank y'all so much. Definitely will, brother. Hey, man, that's a terrible story. I hate to hear that, man. Mm. Uh, you even uh, heard them say on the broadcast that it was 88. Yeah, and that it felt like in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, man. So, it was warm, too. Man, that's tough. That's a sad um Sad story. I hope your dad is feeling better. Um, and just know this is that uh, getting your dad some medical attention far more important than, um, you know, I know that experience you want to have that, you know, go to the game. You want to have that experience with your father too. good bonding experience, your team, his team, you know, just so many good things there, but know that his health, far more important than getting in that game yeah if he's doing okay hey man it wasn't meant to be uh i don't know if you're religious or not but one of my favorite sayings is when god closes the door he's getting ready to open a bigger and better one man so keep waiting keep patient and keep pounding brother uh by the way we got a brand new um uh super chat from sizzle god with the 999 says a way to know that our team leadership isn't on the same page is that tepper told the team to make a pick based off of Steve Smith's inputs. Fuck our scouts, huh? True. Good point. Good point. All right. Next call. Yo, man, I think Bryce is getting better, man. Each week you see progress. Um, a lot of the stuff that you see is not really on him. It's, we're not losing because we have a bad quarterback. We're losing because we have a lack of talent. I mean, another week where he was sacked multiple times, pressures in his face. And I get that he's not hitting all the deep passes, but, I mean, damn it, can he get a deep pass without somebody being in his face? Can he actually drop back, go through his read, and step into a throw without having to evade somebody or without having a free rusher in front of his face? I, I mean, don't know. I'm a Panthers fan. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. The, <laughs> that. the run defense can't stop a nosebleed. You know no. what I'm saying? And that's the main thing. Like, Miami's running back averages like five, six yards a carry. Of course, against us, he averages like eight or nine. So, I mean, we can't stop the run. Our best receiver is a 33-year-old. So, I mean, like, what are we supposed to do? And we also also two was the best running back we have, period. So, hopefully, we make some adjustments moving forward, leaving two as our guy. But, I mean, we're just not a good team. There's not a lot of talent around Bryce. And once we get him... A real receiver, as good as Steelen looks, he's going to dominate once we have a good receiver. Once we stop I think it's going to take more than that, though. I think it's going to take a he's gonna be fine. whole offensive you know line. Saying? I mean, you can go back to Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. Mac Jones is like a way better rookie than Trevor Lawrence. And three years later, how does that look? You know what I'm saying? Baker Mayfield looks like a way better rookie than Josh Allen. Fast forward, how does that look? So, I mean, it's going to be time. I mean, I'm not one of those fans that was buying Scott Fitter's wolf ticket saying, hey, we fixed the old line. 
we got better. All we need is a quarterback. I looked at the offseason and said, hey, man, we got worse at the O-line because we're starting without. I didn't think Christian was going to be ready. I knew Corbin was going to be out. So, I mean, that's just what it was. We got worse at receiver. You know what I'm saying? We didn't really get sustainably better on D-line. We can't stop the run. Last time we was able to stop the run, we had two stud defensive tackles and two stud linebackers, Thomas Davis, Luke Keekley, and we had star in K.K. Short. I mean, the front seven has holes. The offensive line has holes. So, like, it's going to be real interesting moving forward to see what the hell are we doing. Like, are we going all out to get right from weapons? Are we going all out to get a protection? Because I don't see us being able to do both. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a lot of holes on this team. I'm glad we didn't get, like, 70 points today by the Dolphins. But, I mean, I think we'll win some games. I don't think we're going to be, like, a zero-win team. I like this call. Good call, man. Um, I think that first stop being so reasonable on a post game show. Stop being a reasonable fan. No, I think, <laughs> um, you may bring up a, a, a long list, a laundry list of issues facing the Panthers. And this, those are all, um, things that are contributing to us not winning for sure. I guess the question is, is like, I don't think we expect to win at this point, or at least I don't really expect to win single games. I'm starting to, I guess, expect to win small battles if we can't win the war. And yeah, I mean, look, as Bryce has progressed uh, from is, is like Cody said, incrementally gotten better each week. And I'm happy with that. If that's what, look, he's our player. And if, if, if he's, if I'd rather for him to get incrementally better than increment, than incrementally worse, I, I am, can, uh, there are some concerns about his, his height that are still, that, uh, that are concerning to me. And it's not that he's not good. It's not this. It's just man is like, those guys are really tall around. So I just want to know, is there ever going to be a time where there isn't pressure in your face? And yes, I mean, I know that you can build a good offensive line. I think that that's something Cody and all of us have been saying is that now a player like Bryce, where you know that that's kind of a requirement will force you to invest resources earlier, sooner than later into that. So I'm not I'm not out on that. It's just um, as a Panther fan, I also know that we're not allowed to have a good offensive line. No. And, and you know what? I still don't even think we fixed our left tackle problem. Because that's or another right that's tackle a, problem. Well, I mean, or no. Taylor Moten has played better than Akema Kwanu. And by the way, like I'm going to continue to pound this drum. Te, uh, Kim and Kwanu is not a left tackle. He is good when you're running the football, but he does not have the requisite skills in pass protection to be the guy that's going to defend your quarterback's blind side for the better part of the next decade. I'm not even calling him a bust. I'm saying put him at the position he needs to be playing, which is left guard. And Keeper I've been cut, saying touchdown. that. Boom. I'm going to continue to say that too. All right, this is the final call of the show right here. Hey, hey, hey. You know who the fuck it is. Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka. Pay your debts, G. 
Gee, baby, I just want to give my condolences to all the victims over there in Israel, man. Um, what What's going on in Israel is way bigger than a lot of things right now. And um, it's just really heartbreaking, man. It, it's, it's truly heartbreaking. Um, where I come from, like, I thought women and children were off limits. I thought women and children were off limits. And what the fuck that's going on? over there in Israel it's just really heartbreaking and it makes me look at my life and 20 hindsight's 2020 um I could have been born into the part of the world where shit like this is going on you know um I'm an African American or a black American I could have been born in Africa and there's still civil wars going on in just Africa and it just really makes me look at my my life different um I take a lot of things for granted. Um, I'm very unappreciative of a lot of things. And I just want to, you know, give my condolences to all the victims, all the women, all the children. Um, There's about to be a ground invasion. Um, So, you know, I have the opportunity to take care of my family, Um, my son, my family, everyone's safe, everyone's eating good, living good, and I just want to say, you know, I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed to be able to wake up this morning and go work over overtime at work. I'm blessed to be able to, you know, watch these these NFL games, and um, we just take a lot of shit for granted, and I just want to give my condolences to those guys. You know who it is. It's, it's G-Baby. I'll be calling back. Introspective G. Introspective G. Way to that put it. Nice. Yeah. Um. All right, those are all the calls for today. I guess this is just final thoughts on the game. Um, look, is uh, <sighs> these streets are got, are about to get rough. I think is like, look, is the next three weeks right? Is do we have a buy next week? Uh, we do. Thank God, dude. We got a buy. I'm ready. I'm ready. Man. I am so ready for an entire Sunday. Of nothing but red zone, dude. You can't hurt me there, Carolina. Yeah. Well, I'll try to have the charity lined up in the next couple of days. For we'll have, yeah, we'll have to see show. if we can yeah. get something. We, I know we've been slacking on our efforts there. So if we can't, you know, we might take our own charity by week and just nap. Um, look, is look the team? I think the caller brought. Look, the team wasn't good. We knew that three weeks ago. We knew that last week. We knew that this week. We knew. I to, to be honest, today was not a bl- the bloodbath that I expected it to be. But once you saw like the over under at forty eight for for in Vegas and the line only at fourteen and a half or something like for Carolina, something was afoot. And what I thought this is ultimately, I guess, what it turns out is Vegas didn't think the Panthers' offense could score. And they thought that the Dolphins would just come out, put it on us, and then run the rest of the game. Almost happened that way, except for the Panthers put up a little fight in the beginning. Um, look, a lot of question marks surrounding this team and no answers coming in the near future. And the other thing is this, is every time that we open this, uh, I open Twitter up or the the news before a game, the injury report gets longer and longer. They're IR and people. And right now, Strangely, this week, some ways it was addition by subtraction. 
Look, yeah. Bryce Young incrementally. Look, Bryce Young improved from last week to this week. I think the run game improved from last week to this week. I think the coaching in some ways improved from last week to this week. Uh, but there continues to be a ton of red flags, or at least this is that, um, like Greg so eloquently put, is there is light at the end of the tunnel, but it turns out it's a train. This year is a train wreck, man. And uh, maybe we were, f- maybe we were fools for buying into it. Uh, we're not foolishly giving up on it just yet. Because we'll be here through all the pain. We'll be through all here through all the suffering. Um, if you guys got any final comments about the team or the game, now's your time to make them. If not, or if you or while we're doing it, let's go ahead and get into. Uh, you want to run the towel of shame first? Uh, yeah, we'll do the towel of shame. This is where we call out the worst player on the team or our least favorite of the day. You know what? Just for old time. For old time's sake. We go, we go around the horn and we pick out a player that we thought uh, um, stunk it up today. And uh, Cody, I'll let you go first because I took yours last week. <laughs> uh to me even though he didn't play uh Miles Sanders I I think your absence was louder than your presence has ever been uh so towel of shame my towel of shame is kind of a two twofold one is uh, goes to DJ Chark for me believing that you were going to be any good Talis shame to me on that one and Talis shame to Terrace Marshall Jr. Um, you know what? I never, I, I never was optimistic in, well, on you in the first place. And then it just took so long and all these other people, I just said, you know what, this year I need to be optimistic and you just gotten worse. I don't know. He's how are we going to trade a guy who's a disappearing act? That would be a magic trick in itself. Imagine if you can make Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, disappear and something appear. That would be a magic trick. Talent shame. Yeah. Um, I guess am I just going to go to the whole offensive line? There's not really one in particular that I can talk about. Four sacks today. I mean, we're letting up so many sacks. It's insane. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they, knows their they got so in, many but... balls. They got a, got a manscape. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everybody knows my feelings about Bryce Young going in, but at the same time, man, if you can't protect this guy, he has absolutely no shot at all without a line that can give him a second. He's had a few plays where he's had an open pocket and that they hold every once in a while, but man, it's just too much, too much pressure on him for anybody, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, with the defensive line, uh, not having barely any pressure um, or any sacks. Uh, they didn't impact this game in any positive way. Um, the defensive line has got to get my uh, my towel of shame today. All right. Um, now for Cody's least favorite award, we now go to the David Dotto Ball Out Award, aka the David Dotto form, aka Dab on Him Ball Out Award goes to Player of the Game. 
goes to first. I go with uh, Johnny Hecker for headbutting somebody. That's my player of the game. <laughs> yeah. I want to go shy Tuttle for three tipped passes. Oh, very good. Ooh, that's a good one. I am going to go Tommy Tremble for straight up hurdling a dude in the first Ooh. quarter and looking like uh, he's finally starting to come on. All right. How about this, Adam Thielen? Easy, easy one for me. Uh, the dude has been uh, the most consistent player we've had on this team since 2008. Is that the the ESPN uh, David Newton's thing? He oh, said that gosh. nobody's had a bet more production than uh, than Adam Thielen through the first six games as a Panthers wide receiver since 2008. Wow. Um, and then I'll have to adjust mine to Chuba Hubbard. And when you ball out like that, you get a chuba. I'm telling you that. Look, as even I can give you a ball out award. Michael Wade is in there talking about how his team FAU is going to decimate uh, the East Carolina Pirates, Florida Atlantic, November 11th. I take to say that man is look, that sounds like a sad weekend for me because November 11th is my birthday. And whoever we play on the 12th, I don't feel like we're going to have a good weekend of football for me, my birthday. Anyway, uh, this is the C3 Panthers post-game show. Um, look, is this is, I don't know, is um, we'll, we'll have to judge this by Tuesday night's podcast, but we're going to be going into the bye week. You can wonder what, what changes, you know, keep an eye on C3 over the next week or two weeks to see if there's any breaking news about maybe Scott Fitter's job or even more uh, damning the whole damn crew. What? Who knows what could happen? David Tepper. Um, hopefully, David Tepper's lost a little interest if you're Frank Reich or these guys that he's not paying so much attention anymore. But look, is the calls. Think about this. Is This is the wear and tear. Was the declining calls after today's game from shows past was it because of the understanding and the recognition that, man, Miami's really good. We're going to get smoked anyway. I'm going to go watch, you know, hang out and watch the rest of football. Or is this the slow infiltration of apathy, guys? We need mm-hmm. your help to not let that happen to the C3 Panthers podcast, though. My name's Tony Dunn. You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. Greg, tell them how they can get after you. Uh, check me out at the bat daily fifty two on Twitter, and this Friday I'm firing my show back up. Geeks chasing squirrels across the multiverse. Nine yeah, yeah. time on YouTube and Rumble or any podcatcher your choice. Come check us out. CK, you find me on uh, X at Codizzle Allen. I'll be uh, tweet from time to time, but I uh, mean you'll find me here on the channel. Cody like. You can find me in the club, body full of boob. No, I'm playing. Uh, yeah, man, hit me up at CodyLax, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C, at gmail.com uh, every Friday at 7 p.m. for the Friday free-for-all. You can be a part of the show, join the show via StreamYard. And, uh, and listen, y'all, I'm loving it. Fans are loving it. We've been putting out these all-22 film reviews every Thursday. They're like an hour and 30 minutes long. Like, we're breaking it down, rewinding it, looking at different players. Like, we're really doing some deep dives and kind of showing what we're seeing on film. Fans are loving it. I hope y'all check it out. We've been enjoying doing them. Uh, it's been a great time. So, please check that out. And uh, last but not least, find me on Draft Tech 
Facebook.com, where I write comments for the Panthers and Texans. All right, take us out of here, my friend. Situation Nation. Until next time, keep pounding. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.